0: You have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry! Way downtown! Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six-tenths of a second remaining!
1: Welcome to Downtown Park. Your one-stop shop for NBA recaps, breaking news, and previews. Follow and retweet twitter.com slash downtown pod. Like and share facebook.com slash downtown pod. Email your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, and questions to downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Downtown Pod, now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Downtown. What a do, baby. It's Jack dialing it in from way downtown, once again, back here on Downtown Pod. Hit us up on Twitter, at Downtown Pod, on Facebook.com slash Downtown Pod. Email us your thoughts, ideas, questions, and suggestions, downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Thanks to all our brand new followers and likers. Thanks for your retweets and involvement on social media. We'll read out some emails later in the week here on Downtown Pod. We are all across your podcast networks. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our podcast hosting site, Red Circle. Thank you, Red Circle. It's Downtown Pod, the pod of the people. Today, we're going to recap the five games in the NBA Mavs, Rockets, Nets, Knicks, Kings, Wizards, Suns, Nuggets, and Pels, Clippers. Plus, all the latest breaking news and yesterday's NBA highlights. Thanks to the Render NBA at Twitter. Check them out and on YouTube at the Render NBA. That's coming in your ears very soon. Let's get into today's show on Downtown Pod. Downtown! Ah, yesterday, what a game, what a dunk, what a play. If you missed any of the games from yesterday's NBA, you might be out of the loop. Well, don't worry because it's time to check in with the Render NBA on YouTube and Twitter. If you missed the pod yesterday at Downtown Pod, well, we've got your back because Downtown Pod is the pod of the people. So time to sit back, relax, refocus and enjoy Yesterday's big slate of NBA highlights with the Render NBA Daily Highlights on Downtown Pod. Roll tape. Downtown.
0: Only Milwaukee plays faster than the Wolves. Bates D What a great move by KBD to get to the rack. Karl well, Anthony Towns. My goodness. charge gets into the paint, has it nice. swatted into the stands by Jordan Bell. Woo. You'd prefer the block to go into the hands of a teammate, but once in a while it feels good to get that statement, get it out of here. Ryan Saunders is just trying to find some combination that... Can- baseline watch his feet here in particular his heels right behind those people taking the selfie there carl said that he is very kind not that time wiggins with the back tap great effort on it andrew and he sets town up for a three you're really playing with fire if you if you're trying to get through that screen you can't get through his talent knocks down another triple in this game and you think about the lineage of coaches. Devin Booker's in his fourth year in the league. He's playing for his fourth team. Noel and, and Jalen Noel has a chance for an and one. And how it. big is that for the rookie? Elliot you Kobo know, is a Kobo. Gets across the lane. Tough runner right there. Minnesota looking to run. Wiggins on the drive with the finish. because he plays hard and Whiteside did. And B. galloping past. For the Sixers, hitting five of their first seven. They ripped off nine unanswered as they rise at Wells Fargo Center. When one of the keys was playing with energy. I'd say he's feeling pretty energetic, don't you? Boy, Pierce is up complaining. I think he's got a point. shooter got the right to come down. Parker jams this one. Frustrated inside, Jabari took things into his own hands. they are talking to AD about doing to fantasy game. Not only that, but the fewer times he travels to the rim and gets contact, the less chance he has to get hurt. LeBron the steal, the slam with two hands. Defense to offense in the big time finish by LeBron. Timeout. I mean, you talk about speed, man. When he wants to turn it on, it is incredible. His 0 to 60 and he turned it on with the steal, and then look at that finish the Lakers still trailing 21-16. Two free throws. The Lakers can get a stop out of this first quarter they haven't had many of them. Morant with the ball trying to work out Rondo all the way to the rim. Joe Morant right down the middle and laid it in. He doesn't need much room kuzma with one decent look at it the runners good it counts for three off the glass well we've seen kuz do that a couple of times already this year as he throws it up and throws it in at the buzzer but the lakers have got to get themselves together defensively during this quarter break they have given up 35 points to the grizzlies and trail by 10. Pacers have a lot of guys who can score. He got knocked to the floor. as now Trey waits at mid floor. Now gets into it with five, four from the logo. Yes. No rebounded Batum. Here comes Rozier and Monk. Yes. D.J. Warren has scored just two here, and the Pacers turn it over. Fultz. He's not yeah, he's no dunker. Six, five, Van Lee right with him. Trey will put up the three. Bury it! Ice. It's the 14. Aaron Holiday for three. Money. Got it! Money. Aaron Holiday. Oh boy, just get it in. How about Justin gets the steal? Justin Holiday the steal rearview mirror. Trouble. Loose. Chicago's got it. Oh, no! You're kidding! Or from Tom Brady. Call your quarterback. No, with, that is a soccer inbound pass. That's not, a, that's not a football pass. That's a two-hander. Yep. This guy played everything growing up, I think. I mean, that's incredible strength to be able to do that a full... No threes. Danger zone. And the bucket is good. North finds Pascal with the slam. And a a foul. What a play. 34. How did he do it? Tight moment. Wow, he gets up and puts it right on the face of Melly. Posterize, stare down. Oh my, welcome to ESPN Top 10. Shot clock down to four. James, that's stolen by Morant. shot show go and Oh my, the job dropper from Morant. Howard with seven boards AD had it Lost it tumbled down Turnover took it by the Grizzlies Over the shoulder to Crowder The assist to Anderson Wow, slow-mo <laughs> That's a nice-looking pass Kobe White Zataransky They won't go away Good count. Always in the rearview mirror. Trouble. Loose. Chicago's got it. His, uh, oh, Look at this John Morant, this guy is fast, some guys are quick, <laughs> some guys are fast, He's this guy both? is pretty much both, but mostly fast, he gets up and down the floor in a blur. Morant to the rim. To be a bigger body Well Morant doesn't care He takes the ball to the basket I'm going to show it with the right hand But finishes with the left on the other side Fearless competitor Is John Morant 23 for Morant Downtown
1: Mavs Rockets, the first game on a massive Sunday night in the NBA, and what a game it is, the Battle of Texas now, Dallas and Houston, and Dallas got the win, 137-123, a rout in the end. This game was close in the second and third quarter, a big 45-point first quarter from the Mavs. They led by 16 points at the first break and that was pretty much all she wrote. The Rockets tried hard to get back in this game behind that guy, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Harden went for 32 points 9 rebounds, 11 assists Westbrook 27 points, 5 rebounds 6 assists. Clint Capella, elite rebounder, 21 points 22 assists but not many offensive rebounds in that and Daniel House Jr. back in this game tonight for the Rockets had 16 points and 2 rebounds. PJ Tucker, 16 points, 5 rebounds. A big area of worry for the Houston Rockets their bench tonight combined for 11 of the 123 Houston points it's not good enough not NBA level it needs to improve they also shot lots of threes you think of Houston as a great three-point shooting team but on the season they are shooting 34 percent Dallas Mavericks are shooting 36 percent you don't think of them as a fantastic three-point shooting team so the Rockets need to start running some inside plays and quit relying on their three ball it's not working it is not effective. For the Mavs, it was that guy again, of course. Luka Magic, baby, he rolled on. 41 points, six rebounds, and 10 assists. Luka Doncic is the king of the NBA right now. Luka and Porzingis, Porzingis, tonight was elite. 23 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, one block, two steals, he stuffed the stat sheet. Luka and Porzingis, plus 53, plus minus. Harden Westbrook, minus 35, plus minus. That blows your mind. Those two duos are meant to be the leaders for their team, and Luca and Porzingis blew away Jimmy and Rusty for the Houston Rockets tonight. The Mavs are the second team since 92 to score 135-plus points in three straight games. The only other team, the Suns, back in February 2009. This Mavs team is rolling, and they are not to be stopped right now. For Luca, through 16 games, only one other player is averaging over 30 points Plus points, 10 plus rebounds, and 9 plus assists. And that guy legend, Oscar Robertson, back in 1961-62. Luka is averaging now 30.6 points per game, 10.1 rebounds per game, and 9.8 assists per game in his first 16 games. If this guy keeps up his form, he is in legit conversations for an MVP gong this season and is a lock for the All-Star team. After a 45-point first quarter for the Mavs, the Mavs are now the number one team in Texas, and the Rockets have some soul-searching to do. After the game, James Harden was asked about what to do next for the Rockets and declined to answer, but Rusty Westbrook said, Hey, I believe in this team. I'm encouraged. Losses like this give us a chance to rebound, show character, and we know we're strongest when adversity hits us but Rockets fans didn't agree. They left early, there was booze in the Toyota Center, and the Houston Rockets got blown out in this one in the end by the Mavs. Later, PJ Tucker came out and said, "'Look, our offense is great. "'We just need to start playing some defense.'" He's right, the Rockets give up 113.7 points allowed this season, but a high score is in this league, 117.9 points per game scored. If Mike D'Antoni can tweak his coaching a bit and find some positive quality and defensive plays, they have the players to implement that. Clint Capella at the rim is a shot stopper if he is enabled correctly. Of course, coming back from injury, don't want to put too much pressure on him. But Westbrook and Harden, they score. They're elite. But can they come up with defensive plays to stop teams down the stretch? It's yet to be seen. And tonight, in a battle of what could be a Western Conference final matchup, it was the Mavs 137, the Rockets 123. Downtown. Knicks and Nets from Madison Square Garden, next game on our slate. The Nets came in, got the win, 103-101, and proved that they can play without Kyrie Irving. Who needs Kyrie? Who needs KD? The Nets right now sure don't. Spencer Dinwiddie got the job done again at 30 points, four rebounds, four assists, had three of eight from three point land, but filled it up with the free throw line with 13 of 14 strokes from there. Torian Prince was electric and elite, 14 points, 11 boards, 5 assists. Joe Harris, 13 points, Garrett Temple, 12 points, and Jarrett Allen, 18 points, 10 rebounds. Double-double, freak of the bench, in the key. He is almost unguardable in there. With De'Andre Jordan coming in to play those minutes, those two are a sick combination inside the big trees for the Nets. For the Knicks, there was no RJ Barrett who rested tonight. In a weird game to rest, you'd think against the Nets, one game in your home gym that you want to win, the game you want to win the most this season, you would play your best player. But not for Fizdale. he rested Barrett. Morris was sick tonight, 26 points, four rebounds, seven of eight three-point land. Hit some clutch ones deep, including two three-point bombs on back-to-back buckets down the stretch. Brought the margin back from eight points to two points late. The Knicks could not rally after that. Julius Randle, 15 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Still getting flack from Knicks fans and commentators, wondering why he's the point guard right now. Ellington, 12 points, three boards, two assists. He always burns the Nance, but wasn't to be tonight, all his four field goal attempts and makes came from the three-point line. Taj Gibson, eight and eight. Knicks fans wondering why Kevin Knox isn't starting or playing more than 17 minutes off the bench? Well, I've got no answers for you. Ask Fisdale. Knox had five points, three rebounds, three assists, one block and one steal. Efficient in his 17 minutes of game time tonight. Bobby Portis, not great. Three points, four rebounds. He needs to give more to this Knicks franchise. Right now, he is not in the rotation at all and well down the bench. Damien Watson was good in his 20 minutes. Eight rebounds, uh, eight points, and five rebounds. Well, Robinson was good, six points, three rebounds, and three big blocks. But for the Knicks, it was yet another game of a late comeback, but more of a token comeback. It was the Nets going for three straight wins without Kyrie Irving, and with the Brooklyn Chance raining down in Madison Square Garden, they got the job done. The Knicks had the same starting lineup for eight straight games tonight, which prompted Richard Jefferson to say on the Nets' commentary that he actually retired when offered a starting role at the New York Knicks. That's a very sick burn from Nets commentator and NBA legend Richard Jefferson. Check it out on Twitter. And uh, give us your thoughts at downtown Pod. What do you think about Jefferson's sick burn? The Knicks, the Nets seasons in general. We'd love to hear your feedback. Spike Lee rocked up repping a Colin Kaepernick jersey. That was sick. Frank Nidalakina started the show with some highlights, driving coast to coast and slamming for the Knicks, but there wasn't enough from Nidalakina tonight. The Knicks, well, they must have a lot of a lot of Offensive fouls. Their offense on fast break. They do not look sorted at all. Need to go and practice that in their gym. As I said, Morris Ellington huge with uh, three big threes to cut the lead from eight to one with about 45 seconds left. Nidalekina in the corner, go ahead three for the win. Not quite. Couldn't make it off the front iron. Nets rebound, dribbled it out, fouled, and a smart play on the last play. Joe Harris inbounded off Robinson to cut the point four seconds off the clock. Well done Nets. It was all Nets though in the fourth quarter. They held on for a tight win their third straight without Kyrie who is questionable for their upcoming road trip one of the games includes a rematch with boston will Kyrie play? keep it locked on downtown pod we'll tell you when that game goes final in a couple of days time it was all good dono mitchell was watching the utah jazz star point guard he tweeted this game is getting crazy and it was down the stretch the msg crowd was loud but the nets they held on for a third straight win 104 101. Washington Sacramento next up on a big Sunday night of action in the NBA. Sacramento 113, Washington 106. The Wiz, their two game winning streak snapped by this Kings team who is finally perhaps putting the pieces together. The Kings have won seven of their last 10 and it's worth remembering without Marvin Bagley III or De'Aaron Fox. No update on Bagley's scheduled return, but Fox is due back in about three or four weeks. Harrison Barnes, since I called him out last week on Downtown Pod, has lifted. And Harrison, if you listen to the show, tweet us, at Downtown Pod, love to hear from you. Because you've been called out and you are responding, my man, some love going out to you. Harrison Barnes, tonight only eight field goal attempts, but he had 26 points, getting to the line 11 times and knocking in nine free throws. Bob was game-time called for this one with hamstring tightness, but he came through in the clutch. He played, and played amazingly. 27 minutes for 21 points, four rebounds, four assists, and a game-winning three down the stretch. Isaiah Thomas had a chance to level up the Wizards from the free-throw line if the foul was called and it wasn't. IT took a three with about a minute on the clock in the fourth quarter, clearly fouled. Not called, and he went down the other ring, did Bogdan, and poured in a three, which gave the Kings a pretty good lead, heading into the last and closing minute of that game. The refs under scrutiny on Twitter, and all around the NBA. Diving deeper in the box score, Buddy Hield, 18 points, five assists, two rebounds. Rishawn Holmes, he brings the energy wherever he goes. He was elite with the energy level with the Suns last year, and is showing why he is a valuable player for the Kings. 16 points, 10 rebounds. Nemanja Bjelica had six points and 12 rebounds. Corey Joseph, 10 points, five assists. Feeling in gaming right now for the Kings. On the Wizards side of things, Davos Bertans, 12 points, six rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal. He stuffed the stat sheet, but he got absolutely poisterized, posterized, poisterized. Whatever you want to say. by right, Kendrick, Justin James, look it up. Give it a shout on Twitter and uh, let us know what you think at Downtown Podsbird Fans. Stay off Twitter tonight, buddy. Ish Smith 7 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. It was a great night once again for Bradley Bill. Had 20 points, 3 boards, 8 assists. This was the fourth longest franchise history. 30 point streak for the Washington Wizards. Couldn't quite do it. He would have tied Bernard King, who scored 30 plus in six straight games in 1990. Mo Wagner had 12.11 rebounds, his second career double double. The first came in a win on the 15th of November against Minnesota. Where the Wizards won 137 to 116. It was the Wizards' lowest score of the season, 106 tonight. They have been averaging 120 points per game, but giving up 120.8 points per game. Once Scotty Brooks gets this team playing some defense, well, we can watch out for them perhaps next season in the association. The Kings were great tonight. They have won seven of their last ten, and Luke Walton has this team buzzing on all cylinders. You have to wonder if they are going to push up the standings and perhaps be a late call call to make the NBA playoffs in the Western Conference. The Wizards, however, they love to score. They shoot from outside so much and sometimes it goes down and sometimes it doesn't. The end of the game, as I said, IT, they thought they'd cut the lead to two points inside of two minutes, but Thomas Bryan's apparent putback shortly after Hield's three-point bomb, with about two minutes left on the clock, was overruled after review for a shot clock violation, and that was the end of the Wizards. They dropped their heads, and the Kings walked into Washington and walked out with a big 113 to 106 win. Suns and Nuggets recording live. The Nuggets are up 114, Suns 100 with 226 left to play as we record this game recap here on Downtown Pod. Booker having a quiet night so far for the Suns. He only has 12 points and five assists. The Suns looking to come late at these Nuggets, but it looks like the Nuggets are gonna hang on Big fourth quarter shooting. The Suns were actually up early in this fourth term. Nuggets have come with a big run late. Nikola Jokic undefendable in the post. Cech Diallo, Dario Saric and Frank Kaminski doing what they can. The big fella though in there getting the offensive boards, kicking out the likes of Jamal Murray and their bench scoring this quarter the Nuggets have been has been elite. Some excellent three-point shots when it really was required from Malik Beasley, even Morris poured in two of three free throws after being on the fast break in the corner. Three points, boom, fouled, didn't go down but got himself to the free throw line. Paul Millsap, elite again for the Nuggets. This guy just keeps on keeping on. 23 points, five rebounds. This game is ticking down about a minute on the clock left here in denver the mile high city will barton keeps on doing will barton things 19.8 rebounds a very close double double Jokic not one of his better games in fact if you were to say it i reckon check diallo maybe outplayed him in the post tonight 22.6 rebounds big minute to the sun's third string center considering Ayton, number one, Baines, number two, both missing. Suns now 102, Nuggets 113 with 125 on the clock, recording this one live. Checked out, was great. Aaron Baines needs to get back in this lineup for the Suns. He brings the hustle, he brings the energy, and he's the one that always delivers for the Suns with early three-point bombs and post-presence. As the Nuggets knock in another three-point bomb from outside and the Suns reply 116-104 with 36 seconds on the clock. The Nuggets are gonna secure a 12th win of the season and move themselves along to 12-3. Suns eight and eight back to 500. No Ricky Rubio, he's missed the past three games now for the Suns after trying to return early for the Suns after he had his injury with Back spasms. Very important he gets right. Very important the Suns stay at 500 until Aiden comes back in 10 more games after his 25-game suspension. The Suns, they can play. They can run up and down. Tonight, though, second up of a back-to-back. Played Minnesota in Minnesota last night. Nuggets were fresh. They were at home, and they ran the Suns off the floor in the fourth quarter. Suns up early fourth quarter, but Nuggets, it was pretty much all she wrote from about five minutes to go in this game. The Suns, they're surprising everyone. With their play early in the season. The Nuggets, they're a championship contender, and they showed why. Great fourth quarter play. And currently, with about 36 seconds on the clock, it's the Nuggets 116, the Suns 104. Nuggets will secure the victory at home. Downtown. The last game tonight on Downtown Pod to recap. We are only going to get to recap the first half of this one due to other commitments, so I do apologize. The Clippers 72, the Pelicans 56 at halftime, and it looks like the Clips are going to have a solid win at home in LA, being up 16 at halftime. It's going well with Paul George, but Kawhi Leonard. Those two teaming up, and they are finding their groove. 18 points for Kawhi and 12 points for Paul George at halftime so far. Montrez Harrell just keeps on being Montrez Harrell, 10.7 rebounds. Mo Williams, only eight to halftime. His second half the other day was elite, so watch for him in this second half as well. Pat Beverly, 10 points, three boards, and Zubac with 10 rebounds in that first half on track for a massive, massive game is Zubac. The Pelicans, they are again missing Josh Hart. Jahlil Okafor is back in the lineup for them. Eight points, four boards at halftime. Drew Holiday 11 points, five rebounds at halftime. Ingram, nine points, four rebounds, three assists at halftime. Their best player so far this season would be Brandon Ingram. He is playing some solid ball off the bench. JJ Reddy, five points, two boards and two assists. If the Pels are to come back in this game in the second half, it'll be become behind, I should say, some great defense. Lonzo Ball is playing his heart out. Seven points, two rebounds and two assists. Trip to LA though, always tough for any visiting team. These Clippers look like a team who will go on to play a big role this season. Nothing surprising about that statement. They are allowing 107.2 points per season. The Pels allowing 119.6 points this uh, season per game. The Pels scoring 116 but that deficit against is just too much especially against a hot team with two NBA MVP level candidates in Kawhi and of course Paul George. They are shooting 78% from the free throw on the Clippers. Same for the Pelicans. The real outcry and in fact it's amazing the Clippers are averaging 17 turnovers. The Pelicans are averaging 16. So in terms of that, the same. Their defensive sets, though, under coach Alvin Gentry. Alvin has always been an offensive coach. Run the plays, get up and down. And at halftime, it's the Clips who are doing it nicely. At quarter time, they were up by 13. Big 40 point first quarter. And they extended that lead to 16 at halftime. Full recap in the render highlights, the beginning of tomorrow's pod. Don't miss that. But at halftime, due to our other commitments, we can't can't. can't cover the second half of this game, we apologize. Clips up 72 to Pelicans 56 at halftime. All the news you need to know, breaking NBA news on Downtown Pod. First up, Steve Kerr has come out and said young basketball players should also play soccer. The Warriors head coach believes this because of the grueling year-round schedules. Warriors coach Steve Kerr agrees the specialisation of youth in sports is not a great thing. It's bad for youth physically, and they should round their skills in all different sports. Boston guard Kemba Walker is now questionable for the next game they play Monday night against Sacramento. Kemba ran head first, chasing a ball into teammate Semi Ojale. He immediately fell to the floor, clutched his neck, did not move, and was stretched off the court by some helping people. He was released from the hospital later in the evening, and the team was watching for concussion symptoms, but it could have been and looked much worse. Let's hope Kemba returns for the Celtics sooner than later. A report has come out that the Grizzlies are trying to force the Lakers and other suitors to trade for Andre Iguodala. Iguodala remains a member of the Grizz in name only. He is not playing, not training and has not been seen at the Memphis team facility this season. They have mutually agreed to have him away from the team until he gets traded. Adrian Wojnarowski has said that teams like the Lakers, Clippers and Rockets need to organize a trade. They are not buying him out and he will not be on on the free agent market. Watch this space. In a rumor, the Sacramento Kings passed on Luka Doncic in the draft because Vlade Divac doesn't like Doncic's dad. That's right, Luca's already an NBA superstar at age 20 and there's finger pointing now towards the Kings. The Suns have gone through it already because Robert Sarver did not draft Doncic even though they had just hired Doncic's international coach from last season. The Kings though, well, Tim McMahon of ESPN says that his understanding is that Divac was so close to Luca but didn't like his dad and basically that's why they didn't draft him. 17-year NBA veteran Richard Jefferson dropped an ice-cold bomb on the Knicks while commentating on the Knicks-Nets game for Brooklyn's Yes Sports. Jefferson said that he was offered a one more season gig with the New York Knicks, but said, nope, I'll retire, and that's why I retired. They were the one team to offer me a job, and you know when you get offered a gig from the Knicks, it's probably time to retire. Ouch. The Lakers plan to contact the league directly about the way LeBron James has been officiated and they have a point. LeBron is currently getting to the free throw line a career low 5.6 times per game this season. Lakers coach told reporters it's frustrating. LeBron's going to the basket all night long. He took 9 threes but he's always in the paint. When your guy's attacking the basket and he's getting zero free throw attempts, it's very frustrating. Finally, Magic Johnson has announced his list of MVP candidates for this season. Perhaps the former Lakers president has some allegiance to LeBron James now playing for the Lakers, but he named LeBron as his top candidate for MVP, followed by Buck's star and reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dallas Mavs' second-year sensation Luka Doncic. He then listed Harden, Leonard, Davis, Jokic, Embiid, Tatum is number eight, Siakam, Dono Mitchell, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irving. Check it out on Twitter at Magic Johnson. Downtown. That's it. One more F of downtown pod locked and done for your listening pleasure. We hope you've enjoyed the content. Today, highlights, NBA game wraps, and breaking news. We do it every day for you. It's the pod of the people here at Downtown Pod. On Twitter, at Downtown Pod. Please make sure you jump on there, follow us, retweet us, love us. On Facebook, like and share at Downtown Pod. And email all your thoughts, feedback, suggestions, and questions. Downtown Pod hoops at gmail.com tomorrow we're back doing it all again highlights recaps breaking news from around the NBA your one-stop shop come downtown with us we'll see you tomorrow as always I'm Jack keep it easy